everybody welcome to weekly trash the safe place to cleanse your mind body and soul of all that trash you consume this week so you can consume some more tomorrow i'm your host josie van dyke and welcome to the hundredth episode of weekly trash yep a hundred a hundred fucking episodes can you believe it because i sure can't i it kind of sprung up on me. I was looking through my episodes because where I upload episodes to get to iTunes and Spotify and all of that, it'll like tell me how many episodes I have total. And the last time I looked at it, it was like 93. So I knew it was coming. And then I looked at it last week and I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. My hundredth episode is going to land on my solo. And I'm just so excited because that means I can fangirl over my 100th episode as much as I want because nobody else is here except for me. So yay me. Yay to 100. Um, I I like go, I made a video, which I'm going to be posting on Instagram. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, it is probably already posted. Unless you're listening right at midnight, then it's not. But I got a little emotional because... A hundred episodes is a lot, you guys. I, in the first season, only did one episode a week. So it it's just crazy to think that I've hit a hundred. And I'm just so giddy about it and so proud of myself because I've been known to quit a lot of things, mostly because I wasn't passionate about it or it didn't really fuel my fire. This has. And so I knew I wasn't going to quit, but there's been times where I've like, I've had bad mental days and I felt dumb and I felt like, why am I even doing this? And sometimes I still feel like that. It's not something that I think goes away. I think even the most successful people, even for a split second, might have that feeling. I don't know. Maybe not. But 100 is a big deal. And so I'm just really proud of myself. And I'm really excited to have 200 and then 300 and then 400. And it's just crazy. And along with that, I am a couple thousand away from hitting a million downloads, which also is crazy. A million, you guys. A million. It's it's insane. And I try not to compare myself to bigger podcasts and just like keep my head down and just focus on what I'm doing and what you know, accomplishments I've had because I'm really only competing with myself. And I feel like this year is the year that I really am going to be able to focus on that. I think the last couple of months, it's really hit me that it, it doesn't matter what other people are doing. It really doesn't matter. They're, they're competing with themselves and I'm competing with myself and it's not this competition with each other. It's with ourselves. And when Haley came on, she talked about abundance, how that's her word of the year. And that really resonated with me because abundance in all things is what I want to feel in in this new year, in this next hundred episodes is just, I know that there's abundance of people that listen to podcasts and there is plenty of people 
to go around and listen to everybody and everyone can be successful. Everyone can do well. We can all cheer each other on and still have our own victories. And I, I'm just so, I don't know. I'm just really content and happy and not jealous of anyone or anything. I'm so happy with what I've done. And this is like a new feeling for me. And I don't know why it's, it's hitting me now, but I really just am like, wow, I've done so much. I'm so proud of myself. It doesn't matter what someone else did. It doesn't matter that, you know, the bigger podcasts and other people are doing more. It doesn't matter. So I hope this is your reminder that you're competing with yourself and it doesn't matter what the person next to you is doing. It doesn't matter what the person in front of you has or the person behind you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that is the end. Goodbye. Just kidding. But no, that's, that's how I'm feeling right now is just so proud of myself for hitting hundred and grateful that I've made it this far and I'm at a place where mentally I don't feel the need to prove myself. I'm just confident and happy with where I'm at and I cannot wait for the next hundred. So thank you for being here. With that being said though, let's get into some personal trash. Personal Trash is brought to you by Spearmint Love. Spearmint Love is an online baby and kids store with everything you could think of between footies, rompers, knit hats, pacifiers, graphic tees, bows, toys, literally every baby essential. It's my go-to website for ordering cute matching outfits though for my kiddos because they have the funnest prints ever. But they also have classic basics like their best-selling organic waffle collection that is so cozy and so functional. They really do have what you want and what you need, honestly. They sent me some matching neutral checkered PJs for my kids, and I was obsessed because checkered is everything. And then they also sent me some golf-themed jammies for Brooks. Like, that is a want and a need. They're so freaking cute. Whatever your style is, they have it. And if you guys are looking to get some cute Valentine's outfits, Christmas outfits, anything holiday-themed, Spearmint Love is the place to go. And they are giving Trashers an exclusive discount that I'm only going to offer for podcast listeners. And that is weekly trash for 25% off site wide. Again, this is only for podcast listeners. I'm not sharing this with anyone else on any other platform. So head on over to spearmintlove.com and browse the over hundreds of brands that they have on site. All different price ranges and added bonus, they have extremely fast shipping. So again, spearmintlove.com, use code weeklytrash for 25% off. And thank you, Spearmint Love, for sponsoring today's episode. But first, I need to take a big old gulp of water. I've been so thirsty. I don't know what it is. I'm like so thirsty all the time, which you guys know I love water, but lately it's like, guys, I'm having like pregnancy symptoms, but I'm not pregnant. But when I'm pregnant, I love ice and I love super cold things. And I have been just wanting to guzzle down ice water the past couple of days. I've been so freaking tired to the point where I'm almost falling asleep driving. And I'm not getting full night's sleep, but I also don't think, I think, I don't know. I think I Maybe I'm just, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm having pregnancy symptoms, 
but I'm not pregnant. So riddle me that. That's some personal trash. Um, Annabelle came on the podcast last week. That was so much fun. I'm so proud of her for being vulnerable. I know that's not her typical content to show a vulnerable side of herself. And it was super, super cool to be able to see how many people resonated with what she said and were able to feel less alone. And I know that she felt so much love from you guys. And that just made my heart so, so happy because it is scary, like sharing these emotions and feelings when they're so raw and they're so in the moment. Like that is how she was feeling right then and what she's feeling right now. It's not, she's not past it. She hasn't figured it out yet. It's raw, it's fresh. And so many, so many women are having those same thoughts and those same feelings. And I'm just so glad that she was willing to talk about it because I really do think it resonated with so many people and she's just the cutest and I just love her. So Annabelle was on. If you haven't already listened to that, you should, or go watch it on YouTube. Um, and then I had my birthday party with nailed salon. They were so nice and threw me a party and all the trashers from the giveaway that won got to come and bring their plus one. And it was so much fun. I think you get a little nervous when it's a bunch of random people put together. You're like, are we going to mesh? Is it going to work out? And it did. It was so much fun. We all got to chat and make new friends. And um, an OG trasher, Sydney, brought her baby. Shout out to the cutest baby in the world. And I just wanted to eat her. And I held her all night long. And we had cake. We had food. We got pedicures, manicures. And the workers were so freaking nice. They went above and beyond to make sure it was the best night. And I'm just, again, so grateful, so happy, so content, confident, all the things. Like, it's just been a really, it's been a really good week. Um, Some other trash is, I had said in Annabelle's episode that Banks was sleeping through the night. Well, then he didn't sleep through the night. And a lot of you were saying how you can never say that they're sleeping through the night out loud because they somehow hear you and they will stop sleeping through the night. And that could not be more accurate. Um, I thought I had entered a new life. I was like, wow, this is what it's going to be like from now on. I'm going to get sleep and we're back. We're back to no sleep. So pray for me, pray for me because your girl's tired. (laughs) So tired. Um, some other personal trash. I am very excited because I think I'm planning another trip uh, for podcasting end of February. So I've been working on that, getting that all figured out. And I'm just curious to the people who travel a lot. Like me and my husband are not travelers. We don't go on a ton of trips. That's not really where we spend our money. How do you do it? It is so expensive. Flights, $600. Hotel, $700. Food, $500. Like it is so much. And I know that people love to travel. Like that is something that they do and they make time for and they save up for. And I've never, we've never been that way. 
And now with podcasting, you know, I'm trying to do these trips so I can podcast with other people. And I'm like, wow, um, okay, where is my lottery ticket so I can win a bajillion dollars? It is so expensive. So if anyone has any traveling tips, any go to websites that I like to book things from, I am kind of a brat and I do only fly Delta. So don't send me like Alaska Airlines. I'm not trying to like fly out of the airplane. But if you have any other tips, any other tricks on how to travel cheap, bougie on a budget, like Hello Seconds always says, bougie on a budget, um, let me know. I'm, I guess I can give a little trisepatide update. I went to Maven today. So Maven is where I get my Daxi, Dysport, Botox, whatever you want to call it. And the way they do trisepatide, semiglutide, all of that is they do like a body scan. They take your blood work for thyroid. And I really just wanted a little more help. So I switched over to Maven because that's where I get stuff done anyways. And so I went there today to get my body scan where they can go over like your fat percentage, your muscle mass, all of that. And then they took my blood to check thyroid. And then next time I'm going, they're going to check my hormones. So I'm super excited about that. Um, everything looked good. I'm at 170 right now. So I haven't lost any weight in the past couple of weeks, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling confident. Erin, who is my girl over at Maven, um, is just like holding my hand and is like, we're going to do this. We got this. And is really like trying to dial in and figure out the best solution for me, whether it's go up every, you know, week by five units, 10, splitting it up, all the things. She's very involved and invested and I'm super excited to be working with her. And, and the whole like checking my body percentage fat scale thing is pretty cool. I'll post it on Instagram. You like stand on it but then you put your thumbs in this like handle and I don't know how technology works. It is so crazy. It like scans your whole body and then tells you what's fat, what's muscle and it's wild. And that was today. Oh, and I got my nails done, which is always fun to get your nails done. Girls day, nails day, love, love, love. Um, but guys, I'm just so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. I planned on podcasting this afternoon. My plan was to podcast this afternoon then go get my nails done, then come home and upload it. But I forgot that I gave my nanny the week off. And so I couldn't podcast this afternoon. So now it is nine o'clock at night and your girl is struggling, struggling to get words out of her mouth. So yeah. So let's move on <laughs> because my personal trash, I think is, I think that's it. I think that's it. So now we can do pop culture, TikTok trash, Pop culture and TikTok trash is brought to you by Road to Baby. Did you know one in eight people in the U.S. alone struggle with infertility and have difficulties growing their family? The team at Road to Baby understand the pain and frustration that can come with infertility, and they are here to help you navigate that often bumpy road to parenthood. Road to Baby is a surrogacy, egg, and sperm donation agency based out of San Diego, California, who connects those in need with surrogates, egg donors, and sperm donors to help them grow their families. Road to Baby believes in fairly compensating those who make these dreams of parenthood come true. First-time surrogates working with Road to Baby receive a minimum of $56,000 for their incredible dedication. Egg donors are generously compensated at $10,000 per donation, and sperm donors earn $5,000 for their first donation. 
If you have ever considered becoming a surrogate, egg donor, or sperm donor yourself, we encourage you to reach out to Road to Baby. You have the power to change lives and make parenthood dreams come true. And wait, there's more. If surrogacy, egg, or sperm donation isn't for you, but you know someone who might be a perfect fit, you can earn $1,000 in referrals for egg and sperm donors and $6,000 or more for a surrogate referral. So if you or someone you know is struggling with infertility, remember that you are not alone. The experts at Road to Baby are there to help you navigate this often path to parenthood that can be so challenging. Their experience and guidance can make all the difference in your journey. Road to Baby exists to help grow families, create life-lasting connections, and make dreams a reality. If you're ready to take that next step or just curious to learn more about the process, schedule a free consultation with Road to Baby and visit www.roadtobaby.com. Which I'm going to be honest, I've really only been on TikTok. I have not consumed a lot of pop culture. I feel like it's really boring right now. There's really nothing grasping my attention. It's all Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, which there's really no new news. They're just still in love. She's still going to his games, meeting family members, yada, 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 yada. Cool. Don't care. Like I need something new. Like I want to see a video of them making out or I don't know, grinding up on each other, something. I, I don't really care for these stupid little updates about her at the football games. So, and that's really all there is in pop culture. So let's talk about TikTok because TikTok TikTok's got some trash that um, I've been looking forward to talking about. There's, there's a, there's a lot. Okay, we'll start with the one that is taken over the internet: Instagram and TikTok. Ballerina Farms. Ballerina Farms. So Hannah, with the Ballerina Farm Instagram handle, she is competing in Mrs. America. And she just had a baby. Like she literally just had a baby. And she's so hot. She's so hot. I cannot fathom looking like that four years postpartum, let alone four days postpartum. It's insanity. Obviously, a big part of it is genetics. It just is. And also, she does, you know, she works really hard for her body. And there's probably Spanx involved. Okay, you guys, come on. There's probably Spanx involved. But she looks amazing. And people were really upset that she was setting this unrealistic expectation for postpartum mamas. Now, do I understand what they're saying when they say that, like, it's unrealistic and, like, a lot of women can't relate to that? Yeah, I understand. Um, but that's not her job to be realistic. It's not her job to be relatable. This is her life. So if you don't like it, don't watch it. If you are triggered by it, don't follow her. She doesn't have control over you. You are in control of yourself. So everyone's up in arms about, you know, this standard that she's setting. And then the argument comes in that the reason why she's able to do the things she does and get to be, you know, a homestead mother who's freaking milking cows and then, you know, turning butter. And then the next second flying to Vegas to compete in a pageant is because of the wealth that she has and the money that she has. And, 
you know, the help and the time and the privilege and blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I can't handle it. I cannot handle it. It is so crazy to me because majority of the women who are tearing her down or not even tearing, because that's the thing. They're like, I'm not tearing her down. I'm not tearing her down. It's her business. It's her Instagram. Okay. You're trying to dehumanize her. You you don't want to look at her as a human. That's fine. Okay. Um, but she is, she is a human. She has friends. She has family. She is a person. Her dad is literally dying. Okay. And yet people are just so hung up on the fact that she is also a business and heaven forbid a business promote themselves. I, re- I really just don't understand the argument. I, I don't understand it. Like, oh, is it unrealistic? Yes. Who cares? Oh, is she trying to sell a product? Sure. Who cares? Like, it's insane to me. And the people who are so up in arms about it are the same people who are like, women support women and, and oh, we need the patriarchy is, is awful. And oh, in the year of the Barbie movie. Okay. Shut the fuck up because you are doing exactly what they said in that movie, how women can't do anything right without getting nitpicked. And I heard this somewhere and I can't remember where I heard it, but someone was saying, you know, it's so much easier for men to not get canceled than it is women because women are the people who cancel. Women are cancelers. We cancel people. Why? Why do we do that? It just, it makes no sense to me. And the fact that there are Instagram pages, TikTok pages that are dedicated to, you know, nitpicking every little thing that she is doing as if she is doing something bad is mind-blowing. There's so many other places where you can be putting this energy than towards a woman who has privilege that is in a pageant and has eight children. I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. And call me dumb. Call me not using my critical thinking. I just, I can't, I can't. I don't know what the the problem is. I don't know what the big deal is. And for the record, yes, she has money. Yes, we know that. Okay. If you look at Instagram and you think Instagram is real, like you're an idiot. Okay. We know she has money. That's how she can afford the hundred thousand dollar oven. Okay. But if I had that kind of money, do you think I would wear an apron and go milk a cow at six in the morning, nine months pregnant? Fuck no. So can we give her a round of applause for having the wealth and the privilege that she does and still chooses to live like a pilgrim? Wow. I find that to be absolutely incredible. Would I want to live that way? Absolutely not. But that is the beauty of the world that we live in. We can all choose how we want to live. And all of the feminists who are tearing down another woman, go fuck yourself. I cannot. And I'm getting so outraged. And and it's, it's just because I think that women can never win. We can never win. 
oh, we want to do it all. We're not being realistic. Oh, we're not being relatable. Oh, we don't want to do anything. Oh, we're lazy. Oh, we're not trying hard enough. Oh, we make money. Oh, we're greedy. Oh, we don't make money. Oh, you're pathetic. You're a gold digger because you just want to make, you just want to live off your husband's. Like nothing we do is good enough. And on a lot of these people who are just ripping her to shreds, I've wanted so badly to comment and say, wow, how would it be to be a man and be successful and not have other men nitpick every little thing you're doing and start Reddit pages and Instagram pages and TikTok pages to diminish your success and to dehumanize you? Like, how would it be to be a man? How would it be? How would it be? So if you're that person that finds yourself being extremely critical of Ballerina Farms, take a look at yourself. You don't have to follow her. You don't even have to like her. You just don't. And when people are saying that she's selling things, what is she selling? Her meat? Like, <laughs> what? what? I don't. I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't understand. I do not understand why people are so upset. So there's that. Okay. Another TikTok thing that's getting me really, really fired up. And sorry if I'm sounding like aggressive today, but some people on the internet are just really pissing me off. They're just pissing me off. And maybe that's because my period's starting or I'm pregnant. Who freaking knows? But Josie's pissed today. Josie has rage and I'm letting it out. So, and this is my podcast, so that's where I can do that. So let's take out some more TikTok trash. Kite baby. Everyone is pissed off at Kite Baby because the owner of Kite Baby had an employee who couldn't get pregnant. She was told one day that she had the opportunity to adopt a baby. She said, yes, that baby was born at 26 weeks. So it's a NICU baby, very high risk, super sad situation. So she went to the NICU and she was told that if she wasn't back in a certain amount of time, there was no job for her, Um, which is so fucked up. Like that's not cool. Not cool. So now there's all these TikTok viral videos of people burning kite baby onesies, saying, you know, they're canceled. We're never buying from Kite Baby again. They don't support babies. They don't support mothers, which I, I, I stand, I agree with that. I stand by that. Here's where I think y'all are kind of hypocritical. If you are canceling Kite Baby because they don't give their employees maternity leave the way they should, they don't respect their employees. They don't have empathy for their employees. Then you better stop shopping at Amazon. You better stop shopping at Zara. You better stop shopping at Sheen. Okay. Because those people who make those clothes, they don't get any maternity leave because they're children. They're children making those clothes. Okay. So uh, the picking and choosing of how pissed and how we want to cancel people is so annoying. I think that's like the point of this whole episode, this TikTok pop culture trash is I am so sick 
of cancel culture. I am so sick of people thinking that they know everything and that they are superior. And so they get to choose who gets to be canceled and who doesn't. I can't. I can't. I Do I think Kite Baby's stupid for doing that? Yes. Do I think they need to apologize? Yes. But if we just cancel them, if we just cancel them, if we just stop buying from them, which I don't even buy Kite Baby, okay? All I'm saying is there are other workers in that company who have children and homes and kids they need to feed. So now you're not giving them a job. Now they can't afford to pay to feed their children. But you'll go shop at Zara and Amazon fast fashion where actual children are sewing the seams of your kids' t-shirts. Now, I'm not above it. I shop at Zara. I shop at Target. I shop fast fashion as most Americans do. It's the fact that we are picking and choosing who to be mad at when it's convenient for us. It's convenient to stop shopping at Kite Baby when you have a million other options that are fast fashion and affordable. That's all I'm saying. So before you cancel something, really think about what you're canceling. The only people who should be canceled are rapists. Rapists, pedophiles, murderers, and hmm, who else? No, I think that's it. I think that's it. Rapists, murderers, pedophiles. If I'm missing anybody, let me know. But I think those are the core people that we should be canceling. I think if we all put all of our energy, if all the people who have all this built up aggression towards ballerina farms, if they just put all that energy towards hating pedophiles, I don't know. I think something could happen there. But no. No, we want to just put our energy towards other things. And yeah, this is a rant. This is a rant. This might be my most ranty episode of all times, all time. And it's my hundredth episode. So yay for that. So we got Ballerina Farms. We got Kite Baby. Next on the list for Josie to shit on is the ketchup test. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it is where women put ketchup on the counter and ask their significant other, usually always a male because women know how to clean ketchup and ask them to clean the ketchup off the counter. Apparently some dumb shits are rubbing it into the counter, into the counter and they should be canceled. They should be canceled. You don't know how to clean up ketchup. You don't know how to clean up ketchup. The amount of men who don't know how to clean up ketchup is alarming and scary. And I think we should put some energy there. I think we should put some energy into raising better men who can clean up ketchup. It's insane. Then we have the orange peel test. Now, let me just say something really quick. Caleb can clean up ketchup. If you're wondering, my husband can't clean up ketchup. So claps for him because he is a functioning adult. Now let's talk the orange peel test. Basically women ask for an orange and then ask for the simple task of, will you peel my orange? If I was like, babe, will you please peel my orange? Yeah, he would do it. But I think his first question would be, why the fuck do you want an orange? 
because when have I ever eaten an orange? I don't eat oranges. So I feel like I can't do this test because he would be so confused. But there are some videos where these men won't do it. And it's concerning. It is concerning. The kind of men that we have just roaming the worlds, roaming our bedrooms. Like some of you are married to these men. Some of you date these men. It's concerning. It's concerning because they can't clean up ketchup and they won't peel your, your clementine. That sounded sexual. They won't peel your clementine, but they won't. And that's not cool. That's not cool. TikTok, TikTok has just gotten me really fired up lately between the dumb idiot men, the people hating on ballerina farms and any other woman that they don't agree with and kite baby. Like it just, there's just so much dumbness. There's so much dumbness. And that sounded dumb coming out of my mouth. There's so much dumbness, but your girl's angry. I'm just angry. I'm tired. I'm obviously hormonal and I should probably get off TikTok because everyone is making me angry. Everyone. So that's TikTok and pop culture trash. I think that's it. Let me see. Do I have any other things that I put in here? Um, nope. That's it. Which means it's time for Trashers Trash. Trashers Trash is brought to you by Dime Beauty. Dime's mission is to create luxurious skincare and beauty products that are clean, effective, and affordable. They have everything you need to give yourself glowing, clear, healthy skin. I have used Dime for over five years and I always get compliments on my skin. And every time I tell people it's Dime and they look it up and see the prices, they're shocked because it's not a trillion dollars. It's affordable and it's clean and we love it. I recently just went on my little girl's trip and all my products were Dime with some other little ones thrown in there. But 90% of what I use on my face is Dime Beauty. I'm not just saying that. It is true. I'm obsessed. I love it. I also love, love, love their wonder screen. I put it on as a first step to my makeup routine because it gives my face like the prettiest hint of color and glow. And it's also sunscreen, which is amazing because nobody wants wrinkles. So try one of the amazing Dime products today by going to dimebeautyco.com and use code weeklytrash20 for an exclusive 20% off. Okay. Let's do this. My husband has never been good at complimenting, but he'll compliment his mom and sister with no problem. I've tried bringing it up to him, but he tells me it's a confidence issue with myself. I know I struggle with confidence issues, but how do I make him understand his compliments help my confidence? Okay. Um, Words of affirmation is a love language. So... He needs to know that, first of all. Second of all, that's weird that he compliments his mom and his sister like so easily. But then with you, he's like, you're insecure. Like rude. Okay. I would do if I were you besides telling him that words of affirmation are your love language and that you need that to feel loved, not just to feel confident, but to feel loved is maybe just hit him with compliments all the time and genuine compliments, not just compliments to like kind of pick fun of the fact that he doesn't compliment you, but like truly like solid, genuine compliments and see if 
After a while, he catches on. Men are dumb. He might not. But I would try that. Try that and also make sure he understands that words of affirmation, not necessarily compliments, but words of affirmation make you feel loved, not just confident. That's my advice. Um, I have a fear. This one. Mm. Mm. Josie's rage. Josie's rage. I have feelings for my best friend's husband and he has feelings for me. I never, ever imagined life would throw this at me. We don't live in the same state, thankfully, but it's been horrible thing to grapple with a lot of guilt. Don't worry. We don't talk, but it's a horrible feeling. Uh, that is a horrible feeling. That's a horrible thing. How did this even happen? At what point did you both tell each other you had feelings for each other? Because that moment, that moment right there should have never happened. Never happened if you're best friends. You're best friends with this woman. You're best friends with this woman. And you got put in a situation where you were telling her husband you have feelings. Josie's rage. Josie's rage. This is the title of the episode. Josie's rage for her 100th episode. I'm angry with everyone. Why? 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 I, I, I want to have sympathy, but I also have to tell it to you straight as if you were my friend. And now that you know this information, now that you know that he has feelings for you and you have feelings for him, I hate to break it to you, but out of respect for your, in quotations, best friend, you can no longer be best friends because you are not her best friend because a best friend does not tell their best friend's husband that they have feelings for them in no circumstance. You, that is selfish. That is being selfish. And wow, do I sound like a bitch, but maybe that is what you need to hear today. And just know your secret's safe with me, obviously, because I don't know who you are, but you need to figure out for yourself why you can't be friends with her anymore. Because if you think that you can, delusion, delusion, that'll never end well. That'll never end well. So you need to look deep inside and figure out for yourself that you can't, because I can tell you that But if you don't truly understand and grasp why you can't be friends, if you have feelings for her husband, then I, I I don't know what to tell you. So I need, I need you to really think about that. I need you to really think about that because it'll, you just, you can't. And thank goodness you guys live in different States. Thank goodness, because that gives you, it's a lot easier for you to distance yourself. You cannot be her best friend anymore. And you made that decision the minute you told her husband you had feelings for him. So hard pill to swallow. Hard pills, hard, 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 hard pill to swallow. But angry Josie is here to here to help you swallow it. Uh, next. Went to a third world country and came home with parasites. Congratulations, we are twins, parasite girlies, except I didn't go to a third world, com- third world country. I just ate too much sushi. So twins, you should go on the cleanse that I'm on. Well, I haven't started yet, but I will soon. 
uh, paid off all my credit card debt this morning. Congratulations. That is huge. I'm so excited for you. That's amazing. I'm 34 weeks pregnant and have already had my baby shower, but I am so stressed because I feel like I don't have everything and I'm not ready. Any advice? The only thing your baby needs is you, a bottle if you're not breastfeeding, formula if you're not breastfeeding, and that's about it. Oh, and like, I guess some diapers. (laughs) Your baby does not need a lot. They, all the little things that the world makes you think that you need for a baby. You really don't need ballerina farms is proof of that. Um, she shows you that you really just need yourself. You just need yourself. Your baby just needs you. And the minute they come, you'll see that and it's going to be okay. Don't feel stressed. You got this. Speaking of baby showers. I want a baby shower for my third baby, but I've gotten so much shit for it. I didn't even have one for my second baby because I was away from all my family and friends. So I feel like I should be able to do a third baby shower. LOL. I think you should have a baby shower, especially if it's the opposite gender. I think all babies and pregnancies should be celebrated. You are literally getting yourself a party. You are literally giving yourself a party for being pregnant. I think you, I think we should all do it. I think everybody should do it. Whether it's your 10th, 9th, a millionth baby, you are being pregnant. You deserve a party where everyone gives you gifts and buys you dinner and all the things, whether it's a dinner with your friends or like a little sprinkle. I think everyone deserves to be celebrated when they are pregnant. So do you need like a full ass blown baby shower where you're playing like baby shower games? Like how big is the belly? Maybe not, but definitely you deserve a night or a day where you and this baby and this pregnancy is celebrated a thousand percent. I caught my sister-in-law cheating and told my brother and he doesn't believe me. Yikes. Yikes. That's unfortunate. Uh... I guess, you know, you did your due diligence. You told him he didn't believe you. So I guess I'm doing that thing where you wipe your hands off. I guess, I guess you just let it go and you just wait it out. Karma's a bitch. Um, okay, we'll do, we'll do two more. We'll do two more. My father-in-law is holier than thou Mormon who lectures us for the pettiest things, but we just found out about a secret sibling from an affair right in the middle of all the other siblings. That's crazy. It's always, what is it? When it's the kettle calling the pot black. Is that a saying? I think that's a saying (laughs) where it's like the most hypocritical people are usually the most judgmental and they're also narcissists. So I'm, I like, how do you move forward from this? What are you guys doing? What is his wife doing? Does the wife just found out as well? Like this is crazy, 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 crazy. Okay. How do I get a hobby and leave my kids? LOL. I feel guilty anytime I leave, but I desperately, desperately need it. 
as well as a hobby. Um, I think the gym is great if you have a gym daycare you trust because you get to drop off your kids and you, if you feel that guilt of leaving your kids, at least at the gym, you're in like the same building. But, you know, especially if you can find a gym that has like a sauna or a hot tub or whatever, then you're getting like me time, but also you feel kind of close to them because they're right there. And if you need, if they need you, they can just come and get you. Um, if you can't afford a gym, I just think it takes time. It takes time to feel comfortable with leaving your kids without feeling guilty. I think every woman feels mom guilt no matter what. I don't think that goes away. I think you just learn to like compart compartmental compartmentalize compartmental fuck me compartmental compartmental compart compart okay mentalize okay google tell me compartmentalize compartmentalize why does that not sound right compartmentalize why and why does her voice sound like that compartmentalize 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 okay well you learn to compartmentalize your feelings <laughs> and just go about your day um i just think think of things that bring you joy and the best is if you can find a way for them to bring you joy and if you can include, you know, girlfriends too. So it's like you have that quality time with friends too and they're leaving their kids too. And so you guys are all doing it so you can all feel guilty together <laughs> and learn to to not feel guilty because you deserve to go out and have fun and do things. So that is Trash is Trash. And that was my hundredth episode. And dang, did I get spicy? I apologize. I was heated. Um, but it was needed. I felt good. I felt good taking out that trash. That felt nice. And now I'm ready to podcast on Wednesday. So get ready for it. I am so excited. And I hope you guys have the best Tuesday leave me a review telling me you love me because I love you. And don't forget to take out your trash. Bye. Welcome to the After Hours. If it's your first time here, welcome, welcome. I'm going to be posting a reel for my 100th episode. And let's have you comment the brain emoji and the bikini emoji. I think those will be good ones that will confuse the fuck out of people. Love ya! Love ya!